Hello and welcome to Inside the Squad, a podcast produced by the Lafayette Police Department in Lafayette, Indiana. Inside the Squad is a community outreach podcast and is hosted by Lieutenant Scott Galloway and Specialist Ian O'Shields of the Crime Prevention Unit within the department. Our goal is to bring you an interesting, informative, and educational podcast by featuring interviews with officers and other public safety personnel. We hope you enjoy today's episode as we give you an inside look at law enforcement. So welcome back to another episode of Inside the Squad. I'm your host, Lieutenant Scott Galloway. And with us again today, we have Lieutenant Brian Gossard. How's it going, Brian? Going well. And Shauna Wayne Scott. Hello. And so what we've been doing the last few weeks is talking about officer wellness. We've gone through nutrition, sleep, stress. And in order to unveil those topics, we've talked to Dr. Will Miller, who's back with us again today for our final episode on this. Hello. Chief Pat Flannelly. And Ian O'Shields, our specialist and our uh, exercise guru. So this uh, episode, we're going to talk about exercise and what officers can do to kind of alleviate some of these issues we've been talking about with stress and um, sleep and nutrition with exercise. So, Ian, I'll start with you. Um, how is it? How do officers find time to exercise? How important is that element of health? Uh, exercise is extremely important. Uh, now, how officers are finding time to do that is, you know, you, you just got to make it happen. Uh, you know, I hear a lot of excuses, uh, you know, because we all are busy. Uh, family work and unfortunately for a lot of a lot of police officers and a lot of people in general for that matter uh, put exercise on the back burner you know because it's just the one thing that is easy to do so unfortunately Uh, so you just have to make it a lifestyle and uh, you know here at the Lafayette Police Department uh, we're changing that culture and uh, I think we're pushing a lot of our officers to make exercise nutrition a part of their lifestyle uh, by the resources that we're providing them. So, Chief, why is it important for officers to be physically fit? This is, uh, again, one of those topics uh, that I wish we had 10 hours to talk about, but I think we can condense it down into, a, into uh, just a, a few sound bites here that I think will resonate with most people. But physical fitness... You know, one of my favorite quotes from from a guy named John Wellborn. He played in the NFL, and Scott, oh, yeah. Scott's Jack a big Street. fan. Um, but, and I don't know if it's his quote or he got it from somebody else, but that's where I heard it. So I'm going to I'm going to attribute it to him. But you know, strong strong people by their very nature are just harder to kill. <laughs> so I mean, what more can motivate you than that? Uh, and I think it's just you know, if you look at that in 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 the broader sense. What that means is that if we can take care of ourselves and we can build uh, amount of physical resiliency and emotional resiliency, then we're gonna we're gonna be better equipped to survive the stresses that we face on this job. Um, and that doesn't even it, that that just for the for the last month we've been talking about sleep and nutrition and stress and how all these things affect us. So. Physical fitness is one of those components that, again, makes it all work together. And I think you can't, you can't separate them all. And that's, I think sometimes there's a, a misconception that, well, I can exercise my way. If I just exercise, I can eat whatever I want. I don't necessarily need to sleep. I can stay in good shape. And, well, we know that that's not true now. Um, the, the other end of the spectrum where people, uh, maybe they say, ah, you know what, I don't like to exercise, so I'm just going to eat real clean, or I'm going to try to stay lean by, by not eating uh, too many calories. Well, we know that that doesn't work really well either. And it certainly doesn't 
work well for a police officer. One of the things that we have to be trained and equipped to do is to physically protect ourselves and protect others. I mean, that's what we've sworn to do. I mean, that's, it's, it's our, you know, the protection of life is our greatest priority. And so we really need to make physical fitness a priority in our own lives in order to be able to go out and, and protect others. And there are, there are aspects to our job that, um, that we need exercise to counterbalance. So one thing is all the gear we wear um, can have some physical effects on us, back issues, uh, general health. And it's really a sedentary job where we're sitting in a car driving around driving to problems, we get out, talk to people, get back in our car type. And so how does exercise, uh, how, do we, how do we counterbalance all these issues with fitness? Well, you know, it, to kind of touch on what you just said, you know, it's been said before, that, you know, police work can be described as, as hours of mundane tasks interrupted by moments of sheer terror. Mm. Um, and that's, you know, how do you prepare for the, the risks that you may face. And, uh, you know, I, we're going to talk about CrossFit here in a little bit because that's, that's a program that we think uh, is perfectly suited for the life of a police officer and the, and the preparedness that they need to um, undertake in order to be able to go out and do their jobs effectively. But there's uh, Greg Almondson, who's, you know, he's known as the original fire breather in the CrossFit world, but he puts on a seminar uh, for law enforcement leaders around the country, CrossFit for law enforcement, and he has a great analogy, and, and he talks about uh, the, the police officer in today's world really needs to consider themselves an athlete, uh, a tactical athlete, uh, because what we're training for is really we're training for a fight, and it could be quite literally the fight for our life. And if you compare that police officer to a, a trained and professional fighter, you know, the professional fighter has a lot more advantages than the police officer does because he knows who his opponent is. He knows what time and what date his fight is going to occur. He knows where it's going to be. He can get film and he can study tendencies on his opponent and he can learn everything that he needs to do to be able to protect himself. Whereas the police officer, when he goes to work every single night, he doesn't know if it's going to be in minute one or uh, the 12th hour in which he might have to engage in a, in a battle for his life or for the life of somebody else. So prioritizing exercise and finding the right ways to, uh, to do it, to maximize our benefit, you know, it, it's important. Uh, Dr. Will, uh, the chief mentioned something that sparked a, uh, a thought back to one of our prior podcasts on mental well-being. So how does exercise affect mental wellness? Or there's a correlation there? Or can you there's so, that there's so much research, and, and it's been cited in the past several episodes, about how uh, uh, whole wellness of your body, the fitness of your body, is, is obviously, from what we've referred in previous weeks, to your uh, mental fitness to make decisions on the job. But clearly, just as the chief articulated so well, I mean, who gets... Who's in that position? I mean, I'm a citizen. I don't, I don't have to prepare for anything physical. And thank God for the police, because if I did have to prepare, I, I would be helpless. I would be just on the ground in five <laughs> minutes, and, and I would need the police to come and, and help me. And, um, uh, you, you know, people just assume that you know what you're doing 
Uh, and, you know, a lot of it, too, is I think people confuse uh, the ability of the equipment to substitute for that, you know, you can just use your technology and your equipment. Well, it's not that simple. It does, it does involve physical altercation. Now, combine that double down with the mental illness that is, is ripe, uh, rife uh, in the culture, where people, you know, through alcohol or drugs or personality disorder or, or mental imbalance, uh, decide that they not only are willing to fight you for their freedom or for, for having their will, they are eager for it. I mean, and so the average police officer has to be able to step into that. Of course you better be ready for that. Of course you have to be fit for that. Otherwise, you're just not able to do the fundamentals of your job. So, Ian, I'm going to throw this question to you. So what have you been doing here at LPD to encourage physical fitness to the officers? So I've been encouraging fitness for a long time, but as of recently, we, uh, we have become, the Lafayette Police Department's become a CrossFit affiliate. Uh, we're a non-for-profit law enforcement affiliate uh, called CrossFit Blue Heart. Um, you know, the, the chief will uh, add to this, but essentially, you know, CrossFit is the best program we feel for preparing our officers for, in these are CrossFit's uh, words, the unknown and unknowable. Um, you know, there's, there's tons of, uh, of great exercise plans out there. And, uh, but, you know, I feel, and a lot of us feel that CrossFit, uh, is going to prepare us for those unknown and unknowable events. And it's, it's just an overall fitness program. You know, you have guys that are power lifters, they're really strong, but they can't run too far. Or you have the runners that could, they could run, you know, the five minute miles, but they can't even pick up their own body weight. So, Chief, why don't you explain what is CrossFit and why is it for police and the general public? So I didn't, I didn't you know, CrossFit's been around for a long time. Um, and, you know, having a, a CrossFit affiliate in a, in a law enforcement uh, environment and a training environment, it's, it's not a new concept. Uh, it's, it's, it's tried and true. And I, but I think it's kind of maybe important to look back just a little bit. I, I think back to what's what started me down the path of CrossFit and uh, back in 2004, you know, we had a, uh, an officer come to our police department from another police department, and uh, he tried out for our SWAT team. At the time, I was the commander of our SWAT team, and I, I've always taken great pride in maintaining a high level of physical fitness. So we did a typical uh, fitness standards that you would see in the military, you know, like timed mile-and-a-half runs, some push-ups, in two minutes and sit-ups in two minutes, th- those types of movements. Well, uh, so Officer uh, Walters comes onto the scene and comes out to our, our SWAT PT test and just buries all of us. Um, I mean, crushed us all. And then the next time we did the test, he did it again. I'm like, oh, so there's a competitive side of me, and I'm like, okay, I'm only a few years older than him. He's, not, he's no spring chicken either, so what, what's he doing? So I stopped him one night and just said, hey, uh, he was working on my shift. I pulled him aside one night and said, tell me how you train. And he says, hey, I've been doing this thing called CrossFit, and you ought to try it. And says, go to CrossFit.com. There's a, there's a flagship document on there, and we can put that in the show notes. It's there today, and it'll be on our website it's called what is crossfit but you know, in essence it's it's the a, a training program that involves constantly varied functional movements performed at high intensity uh 
All the workouts are based on functional movements, and they reflect all aspects of gymnastics and weightlifting and running, rowing, and all kinds of things, just the core movements of life. And where, it, where he said it, he knew that it was the right thing for him to do, and, and you know, he was a, uh, a Marine and in very good shape prior to his days in law enforcement, but he said one night, and kind of going back to what Greg Almondson had talked about, preparing for the unknown and the unknowable and not knowing when this fight's going to be, a fairly mundane night. He goes to make a traffic stop in our downtown area. The car doesn't stop. It, it tries to evade him for several blocks. He stop, The car eventually stops. The driver jumps out and runs. And so one minute he's sitting in his car just doing routine police work. Next minute he's getting that adrenaline spike and he's in that short few block um, uh, chase of that car. Then the person jumps out of the car and runs and now he's in a foot pursuit uh, and, and that lasted several blocks where he chased him and to a point where the guy tried to run up, ran up onto a porch of a house, tried to kick in the door to get into the house to get away from him. And so it's Officer Walters one-on-one -on -one with this person that's now trying to uh, break into the home. And he is able to, after a short scuffle, take him into custody. He said as he came up on the porch, the guy turned, turned around, squared up, and you know, so that's the fight that we're talking about. Uh, 45 seconds prior to that, he wasn't expecting to be in a fight, but that's how fast things can change in this job, and that's what we have to be prepared for. So he was able to take him into custody, and he said at that point, um, he stood up and was calling in for backup to make sure people knew where he was, and he's like, you know what? I feel pretty good. I, I could go a few more blocks. I could run. I, I think I could have uh, I think I could fight for a few more minutes. And for him, that's where it clicked. And for me, that's where it clicked. And I read the What is CrossFit document, and I was like, my gosh, um, why, didn't, why didn't we start doing this years ago? And so I've, I've been doing CrossFit ever since. And, um, you know, we've, we've encouraged all of our officers uh, for years to try to maintain a level of, of fitness that, that will help ba balance a, a healthy lifestyle. But I think what CrossFit brings that's unique is, is a comprehensive package that puts it all together, and, and it, it makes it really simple for people. All you need to do is show up. Um, we're training our coaches. We have uh, four level two coach, CrossFit level two coaches on, on our staff, and we're going to try to get at least 20 more level one coaches here so we can provide this to all of our police officers where we provide good coaching, uh, solid mechanics, a good understanding of physiology, and, and how to move properly because it doesn't just affect them at work. It really affects them in all aspects of their life. And, and I just want to say as a citizen, I will be very easy to catch. I will not, <laughs> I will not tax you in your CrossFit. Well, that's well, only if our officers are doing the things that we're talking about in these podcasts, eating right, that's sleeping, right. Exactly. exercising. Yeah. Yeah. So, Ian, the, the chief talked about the um, CrossFit paradigm. And then, so what does that mean for the police department? Is there a the gym or what, what, what equipment do they use? So Explain we that. have, like I said, we are now a CrossFit affiliate, a uh, non-for-profit affiliate, CrossFit Blue Heart. Uh, we have our own gym uh, for LPD employees. Um, it's located at our, at our training center and it's fully equipped with everything that a CrossFit gym would have, barbells, weights, uh, the rig, if you don't know what a rig is, but just uh, a giant pull up, you can do pull ups on it, it's a squat rack, it's kind of everything you need. Uh, there's really no, uh, you know, there's no 
curl machines or uh, leg extension machines. It's your body, a barbell, and some weights. And uh, so we hold classes uh, just like every other CrossFit gym for our police officers. Uh, they're an hour long, and like the chief said, the, all they have to do is, is show up, and I'll add to that, they need to be willing to work. Uh, but the coaches are going to teach them the movements, how to move, what to do, what everything means. And, uh, you know, like I said a couple weeks ago, we're just trying to create that culture, and that, that's a lifestyle. That's, that's what we do. Um, you know, we exercise. We, we maintain that high level uh, of fitness because as the police, you know, I'm a – huge advocate of is we set the standard and we we hold ourselves to a higher standard so we can protect our community and uh, so everybody can be safe. Well, gosh, Ian, um, I see all these people who are doing CrossFit and they seem like they're, you know, really taking on life. That seems a little intimidating for the normal person. How do you uh, counter that? So I think initially it was kind of tough, but, uh, you know, um, getting them in there one person at a time. To be just to, to keep it simple, get, get everybody in there one at a time. I think I think maybe a, a better way to explain that is that it's universally scalable, um, because we see this all the time. And Coach Glassman, um, you know, he has just some amazing analogies as to to why this benefits everybody. Um, but it really is. It's for kids to your grandparents and everybody in between. Any movement that we that we do can can be properly scaled. Um, and we can work around things of, like injuries um, uh, and sometimes in some cases debilitating injuries or maybe even, uh, you know, well, I, I think it's just important to note that it can it can be for anybody. Got one last question. And for you, Ian, as a one of our CrossFit coaches and since the gym's all brand new and everything, how how are the officers accepting it? Like, do you think? Do you feel like there's a good turnout? Do you think that they're wanting to learn all buy-in, about this? Buy-in or buy-in this? There's an absolute buy-in. Uh, we've had great turnouts in our classes. Um, we're, we're holding a few classes a day, and so far it's been eight-plus people in each class. Uh, and they're brand-new faces to, to fitness. I mean, some of our guys have never even picked up a barbell, which is fine. Uh, and, you know, they come in on day one, and I'm seeing them consistently. They're, they're showing back up for more. So and then like I was talking about, you know, getting everybody in there one person at a time, you know, they'll spread the word that, hey, it's not intimidating. It is scalable. And then they get somebody else to join. And so, you know, just little by little, we're going to get all of our officers in there and and get them healthy and get them fit. And, and I've, Ian touched on it earlier. There, the exercise, there's a lot of great exercise programs out there. And I think it's important that uh, if it's not CrossFit, it needs to be something else. It needs to be something uh, that's going to get you moving, uh, get you moving properly, and 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 so you're going to be uh, as well prepared as you can be. I think for for police officers and 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 you know this is nationwide. I mean the Lafayette Police Department is really uh, no different than any other agency out there. And I think what we're beginning to understand is um, that we have to take care of we have to take care of our officers, and we have to provide an environment that. Uh, creates the culture that, that Ian's talking about. I think, you know, in, in there's every state's a little bit different, but in Indiana, and which is, might be concerning, I guess, in one aspect to think about it, but there's, there's only a fitness standard. Uh, the only fitness standard that's required by law is that you pass the exit standards for the law enforcement academy, which, again, kind of go back to 
like our old SWAT test um, where you have a, a timed run, some push-ups, and some sit-ups. And then once an officer leaves the academy and they're back out on the street, unless their agency has a, a adopted a physical fitness standard requirement, there is no, there's no standard after that. And so, um, you know, you have to think about that. And, and, and so we really do need to, to find programs and create programs that are going to lead to lifelong uh, wellness and fitness initiatives so our officers can, uh, like we touched on uh, in our last podcast, so they can hire healthy and retire healthy. And I think why one of the reasons why we like CrossFit so much and why it works so well, and it's been proven over time, to be an effective program is that it takes all these things into consideration. You know, it is about uh, good nutrition habits. It is about performance. And, and there's, a, a, there's a, a good understanding about those two things can't be separated. And, and speaking of uh, Greg Glassman analogies, one of, one of his favorite analogies that I've used, and I've, I've coached thousands of people in CrossFit over the last 10 years, and you know, one of the first questions that I asked them when they would come into the CrossFit gym is, you know, what are your goals? Uh, why are you here? Because I want to hear them verbalize it for themselves. And, and we would get, and, and, and CrossFit gyms and any gym across America gets this, well, pe- people have some goals. Well, I want to, you know, I want to look good for spring break or I want to be healthy for my grandkids. Everyone comes in with, with a purpose. But, you know, at the end of the day, you have to combine good nutrition, good movement, and, and good recovery. And the, his analogy was if you're in a rowboat and you're in the middle of a lake and you're the type of person that says, I, you know what, I don't like to exercise, so I'm just going to eat well, get that, get that oar out. Now, you've got a goal, right? So that's the dock on the shore, and you're trying to get to it, and you start rowing that run, rowboat with one oar, uh, you're, you're not going to get there anytime soon. Uh, it's going to be really, really difficult. Now, on the flip side, if you're the person that says, well, I'm going to exercise a lot so I can eat whatever I want, well, get the other oar out and put the other one in. So now you've got the opposite oar in. And again, you may make some progress, but you're really going to be out in the middle of the, in the lake, you know, rowing in circles. And so the, the, the secret is, is that you got to get both oars in the water and you have to understand what your goals are. You have to have a plan to do that. And you have to have, you know, and quite frankly, for us here in law enforcement, you know, and as a law enforcement leader, it's our responsibility to, to make sure that we're providing the resources for our officers so they can develop those, uh, that understanding and that healthy life. And, and so when we get both oars in the water, uh, we all benefit from it, not just the officers, but the community at large. That's a great analogy. That's good stuff. And before we uh, close it out today, um, Ian, tell us a little bit about your 5K. I know you love the video's great. What, tell us about this. So, uh, CrossFit will prepare you for a 5K, just throwing that and, out And the there. chief mentioned the foot uh, pursuit during, and I was going to try to throw it to you during that when uh, Officer Walters was in the foot pursuit, right? So, yeah, absolutely. So, um, <clears throat> We are LPDs having their first annual, we're hosting our first annual uh, Foot Pursuit 5K. It's April 21st. It will be at SIA on the east side of their property where they have their own 5K course. Um, Registration is live. We already have several people signed up, uh, so thank you to them. Uh, Registration link is footpursuit5k.itsyourrace.com. Please sign up now. 
Uh, we're also holding a SWAT pull-up challenge immediately after the race. We'll have both men's and women's division for that, and uh, we have great prizes for both the race and the pull-up challenge. We'd like to um, thank all of you for this project. This has kind of been a long project, Dr. Will, Chief, and, and Ian, for coming back every week to talk about you know converging these topics of nutrition, stress, sleep, and exercise to really unmask what a police officer is. And that's the whole goal of our podcast is to unmask what it is to be a police officer so we can better connect to the community. So I appreciate, Dr. Will, you stepping up four weeks in a row to come back. Always a pleasure. Always a privilege, actually. And we love yes. seeing your smiling face walking our hallways. So always welcome anytime. Um, Patty, any final words before we check out for our last podcast here on this topic? I just really appreciate the opportunity that you are presenting to the public uh, this way of connecting with them through their podcast. And I want to remind everybody to to follow LPD on Twitter. Uh, the City of Lafayette also has a Twitter. We've got Snapchat, Instagram, and our favorite is Facebook. So if you're on Facebook, search for Lafayette IN. We've got uh, the Foot Pursuit 5K details listed on there with a link to the benefit Hartford House. Uh, it's just a great way to follow us, and uh, we love talking to everybody. All right, make sure you check out our show notes with all of our social media contacts and things that are going on at LPD. Thanks. Thanks for listening to this episode of Inside the Squad from the Lafayette Police Department in Lafayette, Indiana. Be sure to check out past episodes and subscribe for new ones on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you have a question for the show, you can email it to podcast at lafayette.in.gov or connect with us on Nextdoor, Twitter, and on our website, lafayettepolice.us. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on Inside the Squad.